Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Oh, let's do it live on a Monday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. I am merely Bo, he is the great Z. I thought watching that last night, and you know, uh, over and really the last. I say it's great to so, see you. Great to see you. Great, great to, see you. to see you. Um, that it, that felt like. I know we've had a lot of Apex NFL. That felt right there. Yeah, I mean, in terms of presentation, stage, deliverance of game, the teams that were involved, the excellence of both teams that were involved, it was. A stunning achievement. What was the final? 30, 38, 35. 38, 35, 73 points. 75, yeah. I believe, is the most ever in a Super Bowl. Yeah. It was great. It was, it was per- amazing. It was almost perfect. And I know that we'll get Let's into that. Let's do the that, positive stuff positive. first. I don't yeah. even think it was that big of a negative, honestly. I, I think either, people yeah. are just mad about it, that it it happened because they wanted more. You wanted more. That well, game look, left you wanting more. Give me overtime. Give me 500 yeah. overtimes. Never end this game. I don't want the season to end. I don't want this game to end. It's too fun. Yeah, well, let's do it now. Okay. So, I think once Bradbury says, yeah, I did it. I held him. That's it. Once that happens, if you're looking to turn it into that, it's over. He diffused the bomb immediately by saying, yeah, I hope that they would let it go. And I'm pretty sure you and I are aligned on this. I am a big spirit of the rule guy. Time and place. I, I don't think you call holding the same in the first quarter as you do the fourth. I understand you establish, and a rule is a rule. Did he hold? Yeah, he did. There's no doubt. He did. Bradbury admits that he held. To me, it should be more egregious in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl when you've let it play a lot throughout. Uh, But I understand that for a lot of those guys, and it just depends on the way that you officiate, and I'm not saying one way is right or wrong. Um, Some people officiate from the standpoint of absolutes. Like, this is a foul in the first, it's a foul in the fourth. Um, I, I am more spirit of the rule. As the game goes along, time and place. And I'm not saying that I'm right. It's just the way that I would do it. In no, I'm with you. I'm with you as well. I think the hard part is when you grab the jersey, yeah. they're going to throw a flag. in yeah. First, fourth, overtime, whatever. Yeah. And that's what – had he not grabbed the jersey with his right hand, it's, I, there's, they're not calling that a penalty. If he just kind of put his yeah. hand on his hip, they're not calling it. But I think if he was wearing white gloves, he wouldn't even have noticed. I think, they, I think that's also true. Yeah. I think that's also true. It's – look – it's one of those things that's frustrating. Oh, man, that, that, it's rigged and all this. Look, those things are very difficult to do. It is a high-pressure situation. You have to remember that the stakes were, from, from an Eagles standpoint, we must stop them on this play or we're going to lose. Yeah. So maybe they will give a little hold, as Bradbury said, and hope to get away with it. Well, he did not get away with it. I thought overall, I thought it was a well-officiated game. I thought I they were too. very quick on a lot of things. Now, to me, the biggest gripe that I had in the whole game was and I'm glad they didn't they ended up going the decision they did but like that felt a lot like a catch fumble scoop and score for the Kansas City Chiefs like he caught the ball his feet were on the ground and the crazy thing is is if it was one nanosecond later then it would have been a fumble yes Bo true or false if he doesn't get hit does he catch it and run 100% 
Correct. He had already so caught it. He and already put both caught it feet and on the put ground. Both feet and the dislodging w- occurred because of the hit. Yes. It should have been a scoop and score. What in in t- in that like if if I guess if that's not a catch, I I don't know what is a catch, and I think sometimes we struggle with that. Here's the thing: had he c- done that, caught it, and then that hit happened at that exact moment, and like he went out of bounds on that hit, they would have called it a catch, right? Yes, like, for sure. He had caught it for sure. The thing that was crazy about that one to me is Pereira goes, well, he caught it. He got both feet down, but I just don't know that there was enough time. And I'm like, wait a second. Myself, so then it's a judgment call, which they ruled one thing on the field. Yeah. And the players knew it might have been too close, but that's how hard this is. And that's how fast this is that the truth of the matter is if Bolton hit him this much later, the same result would have happened. He would have dislodged the ball from mm-hmm. him. And it would have been a touchdown. So yeah. I just think it is tough. I am 1 billion percent in agreement that the ref should be full-time employees. I think that they did a much better job with the sky judge yeah. in this particular game. Quick, weren't they? They're very quick with it. Well, they should, the they, they Bowl, should always be. Right, but in the Super Bowl, yes. it's pretty quick. And yeah. then, you know, come going back to where we started, which is that, that last hold. The reason that I think we're all so angry about it is, number one, nobody wants the officials to be the, the story. Now, again, I've sent this back there, but S was like out of his mind. The NFL's rigged. I'm like, dude, they oh, wiped stop. a touchdown yeah. off the board for the Chiefs. For sure. If you were a Chiefs yeah. fan, you'd be like, this is yeah. the NFL's rigged. It's everybody thinks that they're wronged on every call. The other thing is, why would the NFL, by the way, just to interject on the S comment, because I got one from Uncle Tom as well on that same and kind of in the same vein. Why would the NFL care if Philly or Kansas City? They wouldn't. They win either way. Yes. Who cares? Like you get a bright young ascending star in Hertz, one more guy you can market. Like, yes. why would anybody care? Why would the NFL care who won in that Super Bowl? They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Of course not. Of course, like continue. Just like the NFL would have been fine if Burrow and the Bengals beat the Chiefs, and Burrow was Same. the new guy. Yes. Everybody wins. More stars, yeah. the merrier. Um, what I think everybody's frustrated about, and I can tell you, you know, you watch a game or you, let's say you're playing Madden and the guy gets the ball, you know, with five minutes left and you never get to get the ball back. That sucks. But yeah. that's what championship teams do. That's what the Chiefs did in that moment. They said, we are going to kick a field goal. You're never going to touch the ball again with any chance to score. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. And that is the most frustrating thing. It's not fun to watch. No, it's After not. a game that had been up and down and track meet and fun to watch, that's grinding it out. Mahomes makes a great sneak. McKinnon with the heady play to get down. That's just – it's not fun. And no. we had had for – because they got back with five minutes left. So for 55 minutes, that game was fun. It was awesome. That last part was just uh, – a. It was unfortunately kind of like in Game of Thrones, just a slow crushing of of Pedro's head. <laughs> you, I didn't think the Chiefs were going to win until they did. Like I thought, if if Philly had any time at all after after the penalty, I knew that they would that it was going to be very very difficult. But if they would have had a minute, even a minute and some timeouts, I thought they would have gone. And, I thought they would have gone and kicked a field goal at least. I thought they could have got that. Um, they. The Chiefs' second half is the stuff of legend. So, did you see this? All the zeros? Zero turnovers. Yeah. Zero penalties. Yeah. Zero sacks on Mahomes. Of the whole Mahomes, game on the sacks, by the yeah, way. Yeah. In the, in the second half, zeros on all of that. One incomplete pass, it was one Mahomes threw away. Yep. He, went, he only missed on one pass in the second half. Yep. Their execution was stunning. They went touchdown, 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 field goal. Could have gone touchdown, 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 touchdown. Touchdown had yeah. they so chosen. Yeah. It was... A clinic, clinic from from their position. They ran the same play for touchdowns, one on each side. Yeah, the, we're going in jet motion. No, we're not. Actually, not. Just 
Watch this. No, it's it's gorgeous. It was um it's amazing to me how the evolution of Mahomes, how you know, you think about when they had Tyreek Hill and it was bombs over Baghdad. Yep. And you think about what he did in this game, which was more like chess and and what Andy Reid put him in position to do. He didn't even really have to make that many Mahomesian throws. No, so the, much the a lot of it was, late was such a huge it was play, but yeah it no. was but in terms of like hard throws and tough impossible angles they really didn't have to do that like a lot of it was just schemed wide ass open like it was amazing what they were able to do with just scheme and and throwing to guys where there were there, on the one touch this last touchdown to sky Moore, there wasn't anybody within 10 yards of him no same with the tony one the one to, to kelsey was a dime that was yeah that was a He's dime. superb obviously oh, yeah. but like sublime Quarterback rating 131.8. Yeah. 21 to 27. Three touchdowns. So we the the other part of it that was pretty amazing from the Philly side is, and you, you have to give credit uh to their approach, which was take the ball, go score, and then just suffocate clock. Um they were eleven of eighteen if memory serves on third down. They were thirteen of eighteen if you factor in they went two for two on fourth down. Yeah. And it's like fourth and fives. Yeah. The one in the big scramble by Hertz, that rugby scrum play is unstoppable. They, I, it's it's not in the spirit of the game. Agreed. I don't think, but I'd like that to be out. I, I think would too. you can't push. You can't push somebody that's crazy on a sneak. Yeah, but they did, and so they take advantage of the rules, and they did. Um, Hertz had four total touchdowns, ran for three, another on the ground, seventy-five yards rushing, three hundred and some passing. He was unbelievable. They had at one point they had sixty plays, and the Chiefs had thirty. Yeah. Um, at one point going into the fourth quarter, the difference in time of possession was uh, it was thirty to fifteen. Yes. On time of possession, like I at one point in the first half, I'm like, where in the hell are the Chiefs? And it's like, well, they got the the fumble return touchdown. Mahomes, they didn't, said they didn't have the ball at all. None. It ended up thirty six twenty four, which has to be one of the biggest differences by a loser in Super Bowl history for sure. Hertz was sublime. I mean, the fumble. Yeah. The fumble is going to loom large forever and ever and ever. Uh, They're still up 10 at the half with the fumble. Even with that, yeah. Was a, it, he was unreal. The throw to Goddard. That's another one. The officials could have easily called that pat, that incomplete, incomplete to Goddard. Yeah, easily. Right. That was a third and 14. He yeah. threw it in a window as big as a football. Right. He made some big-time throws. I, I'm with you. I, I think I think people are the most upset that we were robbed. of. We, nobody wanted this game to end. And so that call... Yeah in essence, end of the game in the most anticlimactic way possible. Nobody would have had a problem if the game ended. Philly gets it back down three, kind of like when Philly beat the Patriots, and yeah. then Chris Jones breaks through, gets a sack strip fumble, and the Chiefs win that way. People would yeah. be like, oh, man, the Chiefs came up, or whatever it is. But the way that it ended was just anticlimactic. It was kind of like last year. It's kind of like last year. I mean, last year the Bengals were at midfield with a minute, and it was like, well, good God, here they go, and then it was over. Yeah. All of a sudden you were over. Like, what happened? Right, they didn't convert. Yeah. They didn't convert, yeah. Yeah. Butker's miss, I thought. I was like, oh, boy. Loom that large. 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 Yeah. That changes everything. And by the way, nobody talks about that. It's, oh, yeah, just like they're robbed. Go right through that. Did, yeah. did, I wanted to run this by you. So after the penalty, okay. and it doesn't matter because yep. it's 10 seconds, but can you tell me why Mahomes snapped the ball with 16 seconds on the play clock, on a running play clock? Oh, hold on. on. On which play? It's like the – it's either the it's after the it's after Philly uses their last timeout. On one of the snaps, Mahomes snaps it with 16 seconds on the play clock. So it would have been after he took the kneel. For, he took a knee. So first down, McKinnon runs. Yep. They call Philly calls timeout. That's their, their last timeout. one. Mahomes takes the knee. 
They run it all the way down. They took a timeout. Kansas City took a timeout. Isn't that the one to set the field goal? No. Then they kneeled again, and they took another timeout. So I don't know if there was a third a third play. Okay, maybe it was one. Maybe I misread it and thought that the Giants were out of timeouts before they were. But I swore Mahomes snapped it yeah. with 16 on the play clock with the running game clock. Because so I thought I remember thinking to myself, they can take this to nothing. So, so maybe I have that wrong. It's possible maybe, that, that, the, that the play clock so had stopped. They run it on first and ten at the 17 after Mahomes scrambled. People forget Mahomes scrambled. They went three plays in a row when it was you know they were in second and eight. Yep. Then they get seven yards to Kelsey, third and one. Pacheco, 10 yards. Then Mahomes on first and 10, the 43 scrambles for 26. They were at the Philly 17. Mm -hmm. Then it's Pacheco up the middle for two yards, two-minute warning. Mahomes to Juju for no game. Timeout, Timeout Philly, Philly, 154. Third and eight They is the penalty. So, okay, so first down. No play. Then first down is McKinnon, Neal's timeout, three Philly. So then that's it. Yeah. So now you're at second down. Now Philly let some time run off of that, if if maybe that's what you're saying, because that play started at 154 and ended at 130. They called the timeout at 136, and it was a nine-yard run. So there's no way that play took 16 18 sec seconds. 18 yeah. seconds. Then so, he kneeled timeout Kansas City after that ran all the way down. Then he kneeled timeout Kansas City at 11 seconds. He kicks the field goal. Yeah. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the spot in between where that, that play – it doesn't matter yeah. anyway because it's 10 seconds and it's done. Um but it was here's the thing that I think Bradbury's grace allows for. It allows for that to be a relative afterthought in what was a superb game. It'll mostly be about the Chiefs because him saying that it dis now you're disqualified. You can't go into they Take blew it. They blew it. He yeah. he said it. I did it. I ho I wish I that they would let it go. But, but he I, but I held. But yeah. I held, and that's it. And so they it allows for it. It's um it's heady stuff for Mahomes. Going forward, I mean, this is heavy, man. It's two MVPs, it's two Super Bowl MVPs, it's two Super Bowl championships, and three three shots at the Super Bowl in five years. In five years, he's, so it's he's not track is he has not ever not been in the Final Four. He lost to Brady when he didn't get the ball back after they, the touchdown yeah. to Gronk. Then he wins the Super Bowl against the Niners. Mm -hmm. Then he loses the Super Bowl to Brady when their defense out, but he played great. He, played he made great. some unreal throws he in was, that game. Yeah, massacred. Then they lose to Burrow and yep. the Bengals. That's the only one he could play. He had the ball in overtime and didn't do anything with it. Yeah. And then now they won a Super Bowl again. I mean, he's never not been in the Final Four. Yeah. He's got a. Um, he's kind of. He's. I'll, let me use an NBA analogy. He's in a way like LeBron in that physically we've never seen anybody do what physically he can do the arm angles the off-platform stuff he can do stuff with his arm and with his legs and from all different angles that we've never seen before much like LeBron is somebody physically we've never seen before but he is also a little bit like Steph in that he is universally liked I mean yeah. I know we don't like Steph here because of the history but everybody else loves like kids love Steph Curry love him kids love Mahomes like, he's got a chance to be maybe the biggest superstar this league's ever had in terms of staying power, likability, and excellence. Because Brady wasn't likable. And it yeah. wasn't it wasn't until, like, the sixth Super Bowl, the fifth Super Bowl, sixth Super Bowl with Brady that you were like, oh, he's great. Like, in the early Super Bowls with him, he got those three Super Bowls early. Peyton Manning was the number one quarterback in the NFL during those during that time. It wasn't Tom Brady. Yep. It wasn't until after that Brady was that. 
Um, Mahomes is the best player in the game, on the best team in the game, accomplishing it all in real time while also being kind of like universally liked. Yeah. Pretty cool guy. Yeah. By the way, Brady, 10 and 4 in championship games. Brady played 14 yeah. championship games. Oh, yeah. 14. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. He's at five. It's going to be interesting with him because on the LeBron conversation with Mike, it's always like six rings, six rings, six rings. Can Will Mahomes be judged by the same? Will he have to? Because he's the difference is he's been the best player on two Super Bowl champions right away. And he's, from day one. From day one. He's the yeah. best player, the yes. most important player yes. on his team. Yes. Brady, that was not the case no. until probably the second, the second stretch, stretch of Super Bowls. Yeah. The first stretch was their, their process, their system, and all of that. So – in that sense, it's even different. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was an. I thought it was such a fun game, man. It was awesome. It was and great. I, I came away thinking, like, if you're us, if you're anybody else in the league, like, you better get weapons. You, you better get a lot score. of weapons. You have got to score. You better. You better plan on scoring between 30, 42 and thirty-five and forty-two. If you're going to beat them, that's what it's going to take. It's take six touchdowns to beat them. So. One of the things I was looking up earlier today, somebody did this. Give me. So hard to use this. Where are my likes profile? My likes. Okay. Here are where the points per game rank amongst the last seven Super Bowl winners. You ready for this? Yep. 2022 Chiefs, number mm -hmm. one in the league in scoring. 2021 Rams, number seven in the league in scoring. That, by the way, is the worst number you will hear. 2020 Bucks, number three in the league in scoring. 2019 Chiefs, number five in the league in scoring. 2018 Patriots, number four in the league in scoring. 2017 Eagles, number three in the league in scoring. 26 Patriots, number two in the league in scoring. So of the last Jeez. seven Super Bowl champions, all were top seven. Six of them were top five, and five of them were either first, second, or third. Four of them were either first, second, or third in scoring in the league. I you, mean, you have – this is a scoring league, period. You have got to score the football. There, there, you're, there just aren't – you're not going to be in a point where there are enough weapons. I mean, and you can get them everywhere, anywhere. I mean, Kansas City let Tyree Kill walk. Isaiah Pacheco is a seventh-round pick out of Rutgers. Yeah. Sky Moore, McKinnon. Yep. Like, they're, they get they got Tony, Tony off, the, off the scrap heap for nothing. Yeah. Like – they had now some of that scheme, some of it's Mahomes. Obviously, it all factors in, but you have got to have weapon upon weapon upon weapon upon weapon, and it's you're never there's no one in the league who can quarterback it like that, dude. So you got to have you got to make up for it everywhere else in order to hang with them. Well, and look, our conference is loaded, but that's why we talked about it. we need a speed receiver. And here's the thing that is not great for us. Not these teams that have won the Super Bowl go through. So we just did the last seven Super Bowl winners, right? That I did that that little that fun thing there. Yep. Can you name the the starting running back on any of those teams? So Chiefs this year was it was a, a committee with Pacheco. Yeah. It was a seventh round pick, McKinnon off the scrap heap. Yeah. Rams last year. Who were they was even it, running in the Super Bowl? It? I don't even. I mean, they had Henderson and Acres, but I don't know if either one was even in the game. I don't think they were. I think they're both hurt. I don't know. I can't recall. The Bucks in 2020 had Fournette. There was a veteran there too, but it wasn't. I mean, it was. It's Brady and Evans and Godwin and of course Gronk. Yeah. 
Chiefs in 19. I don't even know if Clyde Edwards-Alaire was even around then. If not, they drafted him the next year. Well, no, because Edwards-Alaire would have played 2019 at LSU. So then, no. So remember when they got Alaire, we were like, good Lord, they just Now they have a first him. round. Yeah, they have a real right. running because they didn't. It was like Damian Williams. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Patriots in 18, which would have been when they beat the Falcons. So that's like James White. Rex Burkhead. Re- a Rex Burkhead. Yeah. Maybe a Sony Michelle. Could have been. Yeah, I think he had a good run. Sony Michelle may have even been on the Rams last year. Could have been. Yeah. He might be onto something. Eagles in 17. I got nothing. Nothing. But before all these guys, Sanders oh, yeah, and Scott and sure. Gainwell. So they've drafted three running backs since then. Yep. Patriots in 16 would have been a Sony Michelle type situation. Yeah. yeah. So nobody who's even sniffing rushing no. championships, nobody who's really doing anything of consequence. I would go as far as to say that had they won it, the Eagles, Miles Sanders' regular season would have probably been the most accomplished regular season a running back has had on a Super Bowl champion, obviously, in this stretch. For sure. So we have a good investment in a running back who's great, but that's just not the way these teams are built. And when you run it, you shorten the game, you don't score as many points. Like yep. This is a league where you've got to score. You've got to throw the ball. And I know our fans are like, we need to run it more. That's not how you win in this league. You need to run at times. You have to be able to impose your will, certainly on the ground. And you saw them do that at the end to grind out that clock. But you have got to be able – you've got to be able to to throw the football. And if you're in an AFC where you're going to have Mahomes for his entire prime, Burrow for his prime, Josh Allen for his prime, Herbert, Lawrence, Watson, maybe Lamar Jackson, maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. Who the heck knows? Like – this is it is a murderer's row. So you have got to put together a team that can outscore or at least go score for score with the Chiefs. And that's the thing about this Super Bowl. This game had the Niners made it would have looked completely differently. Not to say that the Niners couldn't score because they could, but they would have been the ones trying to squeeze the football and shorten it. The Eagles were like, track me. I mean, let's be honest about it. Jalen Hurts touchdown pass alone was thrown into double coverage. Yeah. And if the quarterback doesn't just kind of lose his bearings, it might have gotten picked, and the other one almost got picked, and but it yeah. ends up being a fifty-yard touchdown to AJ Brown. Yeah, but you've got those are the shots you have to take. Those are the risks you have to take, and that's what you have to be able to do to play with these teams now. And so, if you're Andrew Barry sitting back there, you know you've got to look at it. now. You've got Nick Chubb, and you're going to, of course, use Nick Chubb. But when the time comes, that's going to be a very difficult decision because that just doesn't seem to be the way that teams who are successful in this league and mean real success are built. If you want to win the Lombardi, you got to score 35 to 42 against the best teams in the league. And if yeah. you can't, you won't. It's just, in the AFC, you're not getting out of it. you got to be 27 at a minimum. Like Yeah, but in the – that's where you got to be. That's got to be the average, but you've yeah. got to be able to go touchdown for touchdown yeah. with Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lawrence, And ask Josh Allen, that might not even that do might it not for do you. It. And that might not be enough. No. It was it was stunning. It's a hell of an accomplishment for Phil, uh, for, for uh, Kansas City. I believe we had that. I did believe we, we did it? have that. 37-34, I think I picked it. I was outside of some ride at Epcot making that pick. Uh, you had I think I, I picked it 37-34. And I, said same, and you said but I knew the Chiefs were going to win. Yeah. Yeah, you had same. We both had, we had the Chiefs winning. Um, yeah, so pretty two good weeks, job. It's amazing to me that two games in a row for the Kansas City Chiefs, they were given no chance. And everybody's like, Kelsey's an idiot. Nobody said they had no, If you talk to anybody, anybody you talk to, every single person we had on Browns Daily last oh, week, including the Chiefs writers, picked the Eagles. Picked the Eagles. 100%. Not one yep. person picked the Chiefs. Yeah. 
No, it's true. And the Bengals game was the same thing. Like and as if we're just writing the Chiefs off. Ah, all of the money was on Philly. Of course. All of it. The best yeah. bet, and I said this when we went through our props, I said the best bet anybody can make, and there were a lot of people who had been, you know, not say the best, because we can't do it, obviously, yeah. unfortunately, but the one that jumped off the page to me was Mahomes to win the MVP because you had better odds than the Chiefs winning on the money line, and the likelihood of the Chiefs winning and him not being the MVP was so minuscule. Right. Why wouldn't you go ahead and give that a whirl? And you would have you would have hit that. I mean, yeah. it was wild to me that literally, and I'm talking friends, everybody that I knew, you know, who's going to win this game? Who's going? A hundred percent people, Eagles. Yeah. It's at my buddy Mark Kling. He's the first. He was the first person on text. He's like, I, I, people are. He's like, said he agrees with me. People are discounting the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Their experience they matters, game. and they have Mahomes and Andy Reid. Andy Reid matters. Like he might be. We said this a couple of weeks ago. We remember we, we always having the fun with the Kyle Shanahan one true genius conversation. And he's then there. We've had people put, and he is, and people would a couple of people would push back and say, "Yeah, just that's fine. Just add Andy Reid. Fine, fine." And that seems to be appropriate, based on like, schematically what they do. You don't see no in an NFL game. People can bust on zones and stuff. You don't see back-to-back busts on the same thing in the red zone? No. No. Like, it's hard to throw touchdowns in the red zone because everything's compressed. You can't run vertically, so the field's compressed, tighter windows. And they had uh, layups. Layups. We could have thrown those touchdowns. That's right. Easily. Yeah. Maybe even even some other ones. I don't know. Maybe. Lots to get to on this Could have thrown it farther on the Hail Mary. Okay. We're way up against it. Let's just have this real quick. Unbelievable. Stupid so this line. is my theory on it. This is what I think happened. Because they would know how far he could throw it. Clearly. Yeah. My thinking is, is that have you ever tried to try something? And sometimes this happens to me in golf because I suck. Where you try to do something so hard yeah, that you, you overcook it, it. Yeah, he, I think I he think squeezed he over- the football and threw it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. So anybody who's ever tried to throw a baseball or football, and you're, that's probably right at the limit of how far he can throw it. 60, it had to go 65-plus yards in the yeah. air. It's probably right to the limit of what he can throw it. He overgripped it. Yeah, and you, he, you need to kick that out with the perfect spot because the other thing that can happen is you torque it so much that you get a yeah. weird spin, and then it yeah. just – So just, he overgripped it, and yeah. he just threw it into the ground 40 yeah. yards. Yeah. It's produced some good memes, though. It has, because it, but there's no way that they would do that play if they, if he could only throw it 45 yards. And, in fact, earlier in the game, we knew he threw the it. The ball to A.J. Brown's way far, yeah. Way further, and it was on the screws. So there was yeah. no way that that it that he couldn't. Um, lots to get to on this. Obviously, uh, you'll hear from some of the participants in what was an absolutely classic game. We need to go game. through this game for weeks, so let's be we've, honest. We've got <laughs> no first-round picks, brother. <laughs> Coming up next week, Bo's Week at Disney. Yes. Break it down. We'll break it all down day by day. Yeah. Um, uh, we've got best commercials. Uh, we will take a look at the halftime show, the pregame, the postgame, the hits and misses there. There's a lot to get to, and we will spend the next two hours doing just that. We're off and running. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. There's a new way to cheer on you, Cleveland Browns, to help your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today, BarkingBackers.com, Barking Backers, the fan club. 
for dogs. Now let's listen to some sound bites from Super Bowl 57 on the local radio. This is from Sports Radio 94 WIP yes. out of Philadelphia. This is the A.J. Brown 45-yard touchdown catch. Double tight end. Hurts in the gun. Hurts. This time, fakes. He's back. He's looking deep. He wants A.J. Brown. And it's caught for a touchdown. A.J. Brown. It's double coverage. It doesn't matter. Very strong there. This is on the Chiefs' side. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. This is on the Wolf in Kansas City. This is uh, the Nick Bolton fumble return for touchdown. Hurts by himself in the backfield. Threat to run and throw. Crouches down. He wants to run it. A quarter. Oh, the ball's out. He kicks the ball. It's picked up by Kansas City. They're going to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Kansas City. A defensive score by Nick Bolton. And now on 106.5, the Wolf in Kansas City, the Harrison Butker game-winning field goal. Townsend will hold it. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35-35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go in regulation in Super Bowl 57. Hmm. Would have liked to have a little more enthusiasm yeah, on just winning the Super Bowl pretty, with that kick. Felt pretty pretty run-of-the-mill, <laughs> right? I mean, he didn't have any, like, even that Eagles guy a couple weeks ago had a flock of Eagles are right? headed to Arizona. Give me he didn't something. have anything. Nothing. Let's yeah. see if they're better on this. This is on 106.5, the Wolf in Kansas City, the final call. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. I like, Give me that one. I want that one again because I, I have it. a grammatical question, I think. And also... The fact that like he was nothing on Butker's field goal, and then went nuts he, he on an incomplete it, pass. He jumped it at the end too, like halfway through. It was like he realized that the game was going to be over. Yeah, and then jumped into it. Yeah, let's, Let, play let's hear that one more time. Run that back. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. So is he saying that every person... Yeah, because I thought he was like asking, say, like everyone who claimed. I thought he was going to say something who claimed the Chiefs couldn't, couldn't do win it. it. Yeah, yeah, like it's in almost your like face. he stopped. And then he goes, "Everyone yeah. who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner over the National Football League," is what he said, which is weird. And the banner is going to have a red and gold reflection and just a big, red a big reflection. red reflection. Yeah, I think this is my theory. I think that it almost suck up on him that the game was over. How I don't know. But he starts that call in a very mundane way. Yep. And the clock has struck zero. And then it's like, oh, God, we just won the Super Bowl. Yep. And then it amps up. And then it. I just think he didn't know what he was going to – he hadn't 
thought ahead of what to say in the moment. And then it's just it, – because it doesn't make any sense. Everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner over the National Football League. Yeah. Red and gold reflection, big red reflection. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. God That's bless sad. him. He's gotten to do it twice. Yeah. Um, I'd like to. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, let's hear from some of the participants in the game last night. I referenced it. We referenced this earlier. This is the James Bradbury on the critical third down holding call. Here's Bradbury. I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game. Um, and it was it was a hold, so they called it. I love that. Yep. Owning it. Yep. It, it mutes any sort of dialogue beyond the very minimal. Um, Jalen Hurts on his first half fumble. Yeah, obviously, I, I try and control the things that I can. And, you know, I touch the ball every play, so it, um, it, it did hurt us. It hurt us. You know, you, you never know what play it would be, but um, it hurt us. Um, you look you look back and you want to reflect on the things. Maybe you could have done something more. Maybe you could have um, tried and done something, excuse me, to change the outcome of the game. And, you know, that's the way it was. He was pretty stand-up all the way through, uh, and he was sensational in the game. Um, obviously, local ties for the Kelsey family, and they kept trying. Fox kept trying to get the moment when Travis and Jason embraced, but yeah. then they missed it, Yeah, they and did. then he had to come back post-haste. Here's uh, Travis Kelsey on meeting his brother on the field after the game. You joke around all the time and say that you want to be your brother in the biggest stage ever, but it's um, it's, a, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling, and that team that uh, – that team had, had great leadership, great coaches. Obviously, at the it came down to the end, and uh, we got all the respect in the world for those Eagles, man. But um, there's nothing really I could say to him other than I love him, and uh, and he and he played a hell of a year, a hell of a season. You see, we'll hear from Mahomes in a second, but it, you see the embrace Mahomes had with Jason Kelsey. Yeah, that was, cool. was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I think clearly there was some, yeah, a good connection between that family. Yeah, you could. Uh, speaking of Mahomes, here he is on the ankle. I mean, it felt great until I, I, I kind of rolled it a little bit. Um, I, I thought I felt really good, and then that happened, and I had a, a lot of soreness going through into halftime and was able to move it around and kind of get taped up a little bit and, and go out there in that second half. And um, it didn't feel good, but I was going to leave it all out there, and uh, I, I'm glad that it was enough for the win. We've talked – it's 1.37, yep. so we've been on the air for 37 minutes. That's right. We hadn't mentioned his ankle once. That's the crazy thing. You went through his second-half stats. It felt like there had to be a question of whether or not he was going to play in the second half See, at some point. When he came out? Yeah, it was a, yes. Yeah. But for him to do that, him to bust off a 27-yard run in a critical moment on the last drive of the game, yeah. to be able to move in the pocket the way that he did – He's incredible, and he's tough. That was a high ankle sprain, folks, no doubt about it. Suffered yep. two weeks ago, yep. and it got – that looked nasty on the play where he re-injured yes. it. Yep. And he he's almost superhuman that way. You, we didn't even, you didn't even think no. about him being injured. We didn't even mention it. That's Willis Reed. Yeah. The, on the scramble, too, he's grimacing the entire way. The entire he's fighting way. It. Oh, oh, yes. you, they had that great oh, shot yes. of him tight where he's grimacing the entire way. The, the most awkward – and I'm, I'm sure we'll get to the telecast a little later – but Terry Bradshaw, man, time to lock it up, brother. Shut it down. I mean, that was crazy. He he told Andy Reid to waddle on over here. I know you heard that, which is just stunning, nuts to say. And then he ran. So then there was this the Glazer thing happened. Was that pregame? 
where that happened, where he had the report that this could be it for Andy Reid, and then Andy yeah. Reid's having to answer for it, yeah, like all week long and having to deal with it. So Andy Reid was asked Bradshaw on the podium, and then post game about it. Here's what he had to say: Listen, I, mean, I, I, I look in the mirror and I'm old. Um, I, my my heart though is young. I mean, I still enjoy doing what I'm doing. I got asked that 50 times here, and finally I just go, whatever, man. You know, whatever. And that's a that's a good friend. Jay Glazer's a good friend. So I mean. He, he's probably telling me to get my tail out. I'm too old, but um, I, I'm good with what I'm doing right now. So, How many coaches have three Super Bowls? Mm, 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 mm. Belichick? Yes. Walsh? Well, Walsh, yeah. Jimmy? Chuck, uh, Chuck Noll? Is that it? With three or yeah. more? You start doing the two game, I bet it's a dozen that have two. Gibbs has got three. Gibbs has three, too. There's, I bet there's five with three. I bet it's Gibbs, Noel, Belichick, uh, Jimmy Johnson, and Walsh. Those would be my five. Jimmy Johnson's only two. Oh, yeah, Switzer won. It's so Belichick it's six, Noel four, Bill Walsh three, Gibbs three. Okay, so there's and Bill four. Walsh, and here's a, this is a, Bill Walsh and Gibbs won all of theirs. It's the six that they won were in a 10-year period. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it was all. So, so am four, I reading this right? Four who have three or more. Okay. From, I and think I'm reading think this there's right. There's like 13 that have two or more. Andy Reid, two. Tom Coughlin, two. Mike Shanahan, two. Jimmy Johnson, two. George Seifert, two. Parcells, two. Flores, two. Shula, two. Landry, two. Vince Lombardi, two. That's it. That's the list. Yeah. So, how about this? From 1980. To 1991, every Super Bowl was won by the 49ers, the Raiders, the Giants, or the Redskins. Save for the Bears in 85. In 85. That's the Bears it. are the, the only, only ones one on there. Up, upset the Apple Cup. That's it. Yeah. That's a, four teams? Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it's kind of mirrored by the NBA at that time where it's either Lakers or Celtics. It went, are you playing for it every year for a decade? Raiders in 80. Niners in 81, Redskins 82, Raiders 83, Niners 84, Bears to your point 85, Giants in 86, Redskins in 87, Niners in 88, Niners in 89, Giants in 90, Redskins in 91. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. And by the way, save the two Raiders, that's all NFC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that continued because then it was Cowboys 49ers. Then it went Cowboys, won Cowboys the 92. Cowboys 93, Niners 94. Cowboys 95. Cowboys 95. Yeah. Before. That's crazy. Yeah. And then Packers 96. And then it was Broncos, Broncos. So that was, that's Man. the way it went. Yeah. No, it was. So yeah, Reed's not going anywhere. No. And it, by He's the way. He's a mad scientist. He's got this kid. Winning one more. One more puts him in a rarefied air. Yes. That's different. Absolutely. Now, one of five. now you're one, one of five, five to do that. Yep. And uh, they, I saw they're already the favorite for Super Bowl 58 which is something they weren't heading into this year. That's another thing. Good point to you on Kelsey. Like every, the bills were the favorite this year to win the super. Yep. Bowl. It was not Kansas city. It was not. So yep. they, they were not viewed. A lot of people had the chargers ahead of them. Uh, people had the bills certainly ahead of them. Um, so they, they were a team that for what they've have accomplished, I can see how you would be like, throw, put some respect on our name a little bit. And they backed that up. Certainly. Um, 
there's a lot more to get to on this, including the playing surface, which was a debacle. We will get to that coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And renew your home for the last time with the new home exteriors. Your new home exteriors knows you know your time is limited, and you can't spend all day being quoted on your projects. That's why they offer the best price up front. No hidden cost, just a fair and final price to make your home remodeling project easy. Upgrade the look of your home. Create a high return on investment with new siding from a new home exteriors. Ranging in every architectural style in over 50 colors. Family-owned, Northeast Ohio bred. Your home for superior products and superior service. Visit RenewEstimate.com for more. Uh my friends at Renew Estimates could certainly help with the turf. It was absolutely brutal. Um, both teams it was. They were sliding around everywhere. I thought at one point the Eagles uh, kickoff guy broke his ankle sliding. It was nuts. Nuts. And it's – I'm glad you brought this up. It just feels unfathomable that this would be the state of affairs. Agreed. So how does it happen? And it can't just be the paint because they were slipping all over the place. And the post, well, post just, I agree. They had the USGA was involved. So, yeah, and there was all this talk about they're trying a new grass or it was a different type of grass. Why? Why? What's wrong with it? And, and by the way, the, do you know how, how deep that soil tray is on that? It's 40 inches deep. That's plenty of time for root to take place. Um, I was just trying it, to think about my days on the farm, what that what that meant to me, <laughs> how to translate that 40 inches they, that you were talking there. They had, um, I don't know, I, I just think it's impossible to to have that be the situation to where you are slipping and sliding everywhere. Agreed. Kansas City apparently had beef with it, with it the last time they played there. Yep. Um, and it, it certainly continued. It, that's an embarrassment. It's the Super Bowl. That's right. So that shouldn't be that should not be happening in the Super Bowl. Bottom line, as I was reading last night about it, um, what I saw was a lot of they needed more time for it to like something about the dew or something didn't allow for it to grow in the way that it normally would. The dew, yeah, because it's been cold out there. Okay, or something like enough. Sort it out. Sort it out. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about Mahomes and the greatness. Um, Kevin Cole with this. Otto Graham might be the closest thing in a much different era, obviously. But first five years as a starter, five straight championships, 47-6, um, and 47-6-3 and three in the regular season, and two MVPs, three first-team All-Pros in a very different era. But that's the type of start to career that uh, that you're dealing with. Yeah. Here. And, and I, yes, obviously. Hard to compare across eras. Otto Graham, incredible. Yeah. I do really think, though, we are entering – this might be the golden era of quarterbacks. This might be – It feels like it. It feels like we're really in the range. I don't think we've ever seen this much depth of right. greatness. I mean, to be – you think about who's going to win the MVPs over the next decade, who's going to be in contention for first-team All-Pro the next decade. Um, you can – Look, make a straight face with clearly Mahomes has already done it. Allen has already done it. Um, Burrow, who's right there, having done it. 
um, Lawrence, Herbert, Watson. Um, you st- Rogers won the MVP last year. Last year. You know, I mean, he fell off a cliff, but like he's there. Hertz was second in the MVP this year. That's like eight young dudes that are all dealing, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot going on. It, it is a lot going on. Um, the Chiefs and court Chad Henney announced his retirement. I thought that was funny with the with the Bud, Bud Light bottle afterwards. Good job out of him. Yeah, it was good. Um, I'm sure you talked about this a lot last week. I don't want to spend too much time out of it. Do you True or false, do you think Aaron Rodgers is really going into isolation in the darkness, or do you think it's a bit? No, I think he is. You think he is? He's like for four days, you really think he's going to go into blackness for four days? Darkness, yeah. yeah. I, think he's a, I think he is a strange bird, brother. I yeah, think but wouldn't you be like like an hour in and you'd be like, okay, this sucks. Like, it's enough. Well, I think you have the option if you get like, to the point where you're trays like, trays of food I'm through done. slots. Like, why? So you're taking on solitary he confinement. Like, he sounds like he's Cersei. He's Cersei Lannister when she's with the shame lady. Yeah, but she was in it because she had to be, not because she wanted to be. Well, maybe it's he like wants taking that experience. On, it's like taking on solitary confinement for no reason. I think he's. Why would you do that? Well, I don't know. Why? Don't know. Why That's would you thing. go? Uh, I don't know. Take also ayahuasca. Fun. I don't I know. know. He thinks it's fun. I guess. Uh, Derek Carr. I believe we had this. I never understood this. Would be like, oh, he's going to talk to the Saints. No, he's not. He's not going to accept a trade from anybody. He said, "Give me forty million. And I'm going to sign for the team I want," which is exactly yes. what he's going to do. He said he will not accept a trade to anybody. And in fact, you will write me a check for forty million dollars that you owe me, and then I will go sign for who I want without them having to give up anything. Yes. So that's the way that's going to do. If anything, it gave uh, the Saints a chance to get a head start on signing him if they want him. Why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't there be any of this be uh, uh, stupid? Yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's craziness, dude. Vic Fangio quietly signed a two-week contract with the Eagles. We heard about this last night in the broadcast. He'll join the Dolphins as their defensive coordinator. Yeah. Hold on a second. That's right. Okay. So that was just kind of slipped in there. They really slipped it in. Yeah. And it was not even expanded on. It was just no. like, oh, yeah, he was there. So he was there to help them deal with Kansas City and what Kansas City would do secretly. Yes. Okay, a couple of questions. Clandestine. One, how do you feel about that if you're John Gannon? Yeah. Two, and I don't know if it's – I haven't seen if it's – is he? Is it a done deal that he's going to Arizona or that he's just – No, he went Miami. He's joining – No, the- not Fangio, John Gannon. Oh, Gannon. Is he taking the? He's taking the. I don't. It's not a done deal that he's there. I don't think anything's been signed. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So let me just look the list. He's got another interview with the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. That might be a short um, one after what we saw yesterday. Maybe, but it just feels like, what are we? What are we doing here, man? What are? Yeah. That's that's a wild thing. Yeah. Now it didn't work. No. At all. This happens in college football a lot. Like a, a fired coach will. Like go help somebody play against a team that they prepared against it for a bowl game, like yeah. especially national championship stuff. Sure, I've never seen this in the NFL. I I could be wrong, maybe misremembering, but I don't recall seeing this where you have a guy come and help out for a little while. It's wild. It is. Um, and uh, from Schefter, the Eagles, uh, Shane Steichen is going to fly to Indy to interview for that job to and eventually become the head coach, not interview, to become the head coach of the of the Colts. Uh, I had it a couple of weeks ago that he was one of the three guys that they would hire from, and yeah. indeed he is. So there you go. So there you go. There it is. Anyway, that one's going to sort out. Much more on the Super Bowl. Lots to get to. We'll have some fun with the commercials, the presentation, all of it. Second hour up next, Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
let's do the Jalen Hurts conversation because I was thinking about this as we um, as watching this game last night, and that we saw the Eagles up close and personal in camp. Indeed, um, it was you and I in the Hoff. It was, and we were we were sitting there as it. You you've heard the phrase before a billion times, like, "Well, they won when they got off the bus." Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was it. Actually, this was it. Literally happening. They literally got off a bus, and the three of us went, "Whoa!" Yeah, that's Yikes. a football team. Yep, uh-huh. that's a lot of size on those two offensive that offensive defensive line. So it was a stunning amount of depth. Um, they, I mean, like AJ Brown, the physicality, like they just they were oh they looked they looked the part, brother. They did, and they were the part. And I'll never forget we. We, I forget the, was it Spadero? We Dave have, Spadero, yep. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. we had Spadero on, yeah. and we were talking about that, and one of us phrased the question to him, and what about Jalen Hurts? And he goes, well, that's it. That's the question. That's the whole operation. If he's, if he can can improve upon what he was as a rookie, then then look out, because it's all in play, and boy, did he. And he was superb last night in the Super Bowl. Absolutely if, superb. If if I had told you Jalen Hurts would be 27 of 38 for 304 yards, a touchdown, and a quarterback rating of 103.4 while running for 70 yards and three touchdowns, is there any scenario? And then Pat Mahomes threw for 182 yards. I just told you that. Those were the, that was the information. Is there any chance that they, the Eagles don't win this game? No. It's um, You feel like it's probably a slump city, honestly. Could be like slumping, it, yeah. Could slumping. be like slump city. So... No, no, he was incredible. And I also think it's a little bit of a testament to everybody over there at the top with Howie Roseman and to, uh, Sirianni, all of it. Like, they designed something that fit him. Yep. They didn't try to turn him into something that he was not or that was foreign. They turned him into him. They they turned their offense into to take advantage of his skills. And they do it over and over again. They were the Chiefs are actually six point four yards a play. Yeah. Which is an incredibly high number. They that's were like four point six. That's monstrous. Yeah, they were like four point six. Uh Philly was. Um, but they ran Philly was five point eight. Five point eight for the six, game. Which is also awesome. Really awesome. And to your thing. point, thirteen of basically eighteen in conversion situations. Because I, I don't add the I add the two from the fourth down to the eleven out of eighteen. Same. Yeah. As you said earlier in the that's, program. That's the way that you do that. That's yep. the way you got to do that. Um, yeah. So 13 of 18 on that. Every short yardage was a gimme. It was just, it, it was, it's really a testament to the kid, the organization, and, and putting everybody in the best position to succeed. He had to leave his college because he was deemed not to be good enough. He was benched in the national championship game at halftime for because Tua. he could not throw the ball. Effectively, and he enough. just threw for 300 yards in, in a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl, yeah, including a bomb touchdown. That's right. And he's really 27 to 37. I mean, the last one was incomplete; was the Hail Mary attempt. Yeah. So it, he was spectacular. It just goes to show. I mean, turnover, which was devastating turnover because it was, it was a, a touchdown. <sighs> yep. And then the punt return. It's the little things we haven't talked about that yet. They're the better team. They but, are, yeah. and that felt like, in many ways, some games that the Browns played this year, where one inopportune turnover yeah. and one bad coverage on a special team, especially yeah. early in the year. You could go back to the game against Baltimore. It was the sack strip fumble in Week Seven, and then a big punt return that led to them to ten points. We lose by three. That's how it kind of felt if you're an Eagles fan, right there. It did, 
let's talk about the punt. Sure, let's it's, talk about it's it. It's one of the worst punts in a Super Bowl. It was a awful. line drive. So Tony can get it on the go. Yep. And then cut back across where he's an entire wall set up. The thing that that they said after that, which was Right, they punted, and they only had to go five yards for the touchdown. Yeah, he just ran it. He returned all the way to the five. That was a big three and out, though, before that. It was. A huge it, three and it, out. But it, that was coming right off yeah. an Eagles touch or a Chiefs touchdown. Then they get the three and out, and then that punt. It was, a, it was basically. 38-yard punt, and it was, it was, they lost 27 yards on the it play. It was basically a 14-0 swing. Yes. In four plays. Yeah, because they scored. Three, three and out, out they get punt. it back, and then they scored on third down on the play to Sky yeah. Moore. Yeah. So it went it went fourteen to nothing points in like a two and a half minute, three minute span. Yeah. You went from up to down like Yeah, that. they were it was it was twenty seven twenty one. Philly. Yeah. They score, it goes twenty eight, twenty seven, and then before you know it's thirty five, twenty seven. And then where you're like, This game is all time, they answer that. And go eight plays, seventy-five yards for the score. He gets a bomb to to Devonte Smith, who um, you just wish the guy could have dove towards the end zone or something yeah. instead of just like kind of lollygagging out of bounds at it the was, two. It was yeah, odd. I don't know if he lost his plate where he was. I don't know what happened, but it was. I thought that was strange. You knew they were going to score though. Yes, correct. they only needed to get eight and a half yards uh, in three yeah. plays to get a first down. Yes, they started every was first and eight and a half. Yeah, that's that's right. It's one hundred percent. Yeah. Like one of and them had four plays to do it. One of every them, single series, they had four plays to do it because they were getting it either on third or fourth. They were getting it. Chris Jones, who's not a small man, leapt over, hit Jalen Hurts. That's right. Over behind the center, staggered him, and they still pushed him through. And Hurts is with his squats and his, his leg drive is so strong. Like if that doesn't stop it, you can't. You cannot. Stop There's it. no stopping it if Chris Jones can't hurling himself through the air. Stop like it. Palomalu. Nobody can. Yeah. It's a combination of, and people will try to emulate it, so it's a combination of they have the best interior line in the NFL led by Jason Kelsey. So it's part of that. Like, Hertz is following the best center in the league who's going to be a gold jacket as well. So he's following him. Hertz has the, is the strongest lower body quarterback in the league by a pretty decent margin. Anybody who's seen him squat, as they had pointed out on the broadcast, those videos are going around when he's at Oklahoma. Um, it's actually part of the way he won away the team. He won like the squat contest at Oklahoma, which is as a quarterback. As a quarterback, yeah. um, and then they have AJ Brown and Miles Sanders pushing him. So who are not meek men? No, not meek at all. So all of that makes them pretty much. Uh, it's it's an impossible to be able to. That do was that. a great answer by him, though. If it you was. think about it, because and on that drive he converts on a third and one himself. On a third and four, he gets AJ Brown for eleven yards. Then he throws the bomb to Devontae Smith, which was a dime. Scores the touchdown. Scores the two. And now you're thinking we're okay. All time classic territory. Thirty five, thirty five. Mahomes gets the ball. Yep. And I remember I said to I said Kayla, I said, I said they're not going to give them. They are going to try to not give them the ball back again. And yep. and I was met with there's like five minutes. We talk. I'm like don't well, worry. If they can do it, that's exactly what they're going to do. He and never then, snapped it with more than two seconds. No. Like they were very clinical in their approach. Twelve plays, sixty-six yards, five minutes. Yeah. And they were, they only faced third down twice. Once was uh, with Pacheco, who got ten yards on third and one, and then the penalty we know. And then yep. and they obviously went to third down on purpose to kneel out and, and kick the field goal. Field. I was still nervous having Butker missed earlier. I was even nervous about giving it up to the, his leg. I always get nervous on those. 
Even when we do it this year, I was like, just like from give that it to Nick area, Chubb. I know. I'm just like, you can't miss. Like, just let Mahomes throw it in. I was surprised, though. They took on the two sneaks. And part of it was because he wanted to get like as many seconds as he, he went could. Backwards, but yeah. He went back over the two of them. The negatives. They lost seven yards. Yeah. They went from the two all the way to the nine. Yeah. Like if you kick from the two, that's like an old extra point. That's ninety nine point nine percent. Correct. Yeah. I just was worried about the footing for sure. Everything. And all that stuff. I'm like, yeah. geez, I don't know. I wouldn't trust any of it. Um, but Hertz was great. One of the best awesome. performances in a loss. I would have to think in Super Bowl history. It's unfortunate. I think had he not had the fumble touchdown, he might have won the MVP. It's so hard to do it in a losing. It is, but had he not had the fumble touchdown, he might have won it. Because that's otherwise it's unblemished. It was a historic performance. Yeah. It's just so hard as a loser. I agree. Has a loser ever won Super Bowl MVP? Once before. One time. Yes, Chuck Howley. The linebacker in Super Bowl five. Sure. I got a good handle on that. Only MVP from a losing Super Bowl team. While his team came up short against the Colts, he intercepted Unitas twice. Uh, They ended up in vain after an interception by the Colts linebacker set up Jim O'Brien's game-winning field goal five seconds left. Yeah. Shame on me for not remembering that. Yeah, yeah. Big miss. The most egregious of those when LeBron didn't win MVP the one year when they when he was by himself against in 15 like the, against like the Spurs. Well, no, in 15 when they he took the Warriors to six uh, games. That was yeah. the Warriors first uh, Warriors, win. Yeah. yeah. And he was averaged like 40 12 and 9 or whatever the hell he did. Is that and the that one was, Iguodala won it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that was the one that was that's the one that jumps out from a losing effort standpoint. Oh, by the way, we haven't even talked just real quickly since you mentioned mentioned the association. What do you think about Kevin Durant going down to the uh the I th- Suns? I think that that league's got real problems. Like I realize nobody cares because there aren't any Brooklyn Nets fans, but like three years ago, you had Irving, Harden, and Durant, and now you have none. They played sixteen games. Sixteen. Total they won. Nothing. That's the craziest number of all. Sixteen. They won nothing for any of it. They didn't like, like, they didn't like your boy Steve Nash. Steve Kerr. Yeah. How do you not like Steve Nash? Um, Kyrie Irving's like, I'm out. So then now Durant's out. Like they were fourth in the East. That's a joke. It's a joke of a league. It is. They, they're not doing anything for fans. These these voluntary sit-out stuff that they're doing. You compare what you saw yesterday to what – it's just not. That's why the not. NFL is king. And I and think college football has passed the NBA. Oh, yeah. And I think we're entering – I know it's hard for some people around here to understand, but college football is number two. It's NFL, golf, college football, golf, canyon golf. Yeah. Next. Like ascending sports ratings. He's saying golf, folks, not golf. Not the sport – Yes, like a Gulf. Gulf of Mexico. Yes, yeah. I mean, it's just, and we're. I think we are in. Given what we talked about, the quarterbacks, we're in a golden era of the NFL. People, the NFL's on the downswing. Oh, out God of your Lord. minds! It I, is. It's ascending so, as rapidly as possible. I think the NFL has probably been in an apex from Manning and Brady on. It's been great for fifteen years. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and when these ratings come out, it's going to be one hundred and twenty some million people watch this thing. Oh, God, I can't it's even It's absolutely astonishing, astonishing what it is. And it delivers. And this game delivers. delivers. And, this the, game and the playoffs delivers. deliver. The regular season delivers. Like it's Everything delivered it except delivers. for the Niners-Eagles because of Well, that was injury. just bad it's luck. Fluke. Yeah. Just bad luck with the injuries. Uh, Eagles are going to have a big roster turnover. Bradbury, Cox, well, yeah. so forth. They, they went all in on this. Here's the deal, though. They're not going to have trouble signing people. People like playing there. People want to sign there. They've, they've signed free agents as long as I've 
fan following the league. They they always get people to come there and play. Um, they'll continue to be a spot. I do think they'll have an interesting decision on Miles Sanders because he's valuable, but I don't think that they'll view it that way. That's I like think a, they'll, they'll spend their money elsewhere. They're going to spend their money there. No. Jason Kelsey will be back, so th- those things will get sorted out. Um, all right, we'll have a little fun. Uh, we'll do the commercials. We'll do the game presentation, the uh, anthem, the halftime. All of that is coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. And be part of one of the most passionate fan base in the NFL. Join the Browns season ticket member waitlist today. The best chance of securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Let's do broadcast first and then we'll do commercials. Okay. All right. Pre-game. Lead up. What'd you like? I didn't get to watch a ton of it because we were in transit. Same. Um so I didn't, I didn't see, I, I don't even think I have enough on it to comment on it. Let me just say this, um, a, a quick aside, as you mentioned in transit. So I was on a flight yesterday that was scheduled to get in, uh, at six forty. Yeah. Uh, it got in a little after six. So about a half hour ahead of time, it was as flawless of a flight. And really the Kudos. whole process was incredible. To you. Good job. I guess since sometimes I go at them if they if they mess it up United good job out of you great job so get in early everything was good I opened the laptop I hadn't downloaded anything it was like a two and a half hour flight from Orlando I open it up and in United pops up on my thing and of course you got to pay for the internet and all that but then they said it also said uh, entertainment for free essentially or something like the complimentary entertainment so I click on that bunch of movies pop up among them. Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Sure. So, psh, I'll yeah. watch that. Hit the button on that. So I'm watching tap, Top Gun Maverick. Now, when you fly, how would you describe the internet that you typically purchase? Meh. Eh. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Okay. So this was stunning streaming. Not only was the streaming stunning while watching via the Wi-Fi on the, but you're this watching laptop. it through their thing, or you're no, watching no, no, I'm watching it, it oh. on my laptop. Gotcha. Okay. On my laptop. Yeah, I'm watching Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, on the United app, I'm watching it from basically takeoff to landing, uninterrupted. There is no dubbing or streaming issues. It's just beautiful. Oh no, no. It's if I at one point, in fact, I was like, I want to finish this, so let's zip through. Like I don't need to see him and him and Penny that whole thing. Let's sure. zip through. So. Like immediate, yeah. So they're they're capable from a Wi-Fi standpoint of stunning power, but yeah. they're giving you little nothing. trickles. Yeah, they're giving you nothing. They're giving you nothing. They want to con- more than capable. because they're. I'm guessing they get paid on some level, right, to have yeah. those things in that I library at that yeah. time, and so they want that to be good, yeah. and that's what they want you watching. Yeah, it was spectacular. Yeah, what a way to fly. It's great watching that. Hell, just did stunning. you see the the photo of uh, there was a flight that had the actual live TV on it and everybody was watching the Super Bowl except one person was watching like I think it was Hitch. Hitch. Yes, it was Hitch. That's Outrageous. Was, yeah. Um so I I missed a lot of the pregame too. Uh, I think it can probably be reflected in what I'll say in terms of the halftime and the post. I thought halftime was bad. And we were Hold on. Okay. Anthem. 
I thought he was great. Killed it. Crushed it. Did he go over or under the time? I think he was 2.05. I'm not sure. Was it o- over? Um, I thought it was he, 2.09 was the over-under, so I think it was and he under. he was at 2.05? Okay. Uh, so Chris Stapleton. There's some real soul in that. amount of – I think there are – I've always felt there are there were two anthems that were different than the rest. So it was Whitney Houston. Whitney, yeah. And then it was Gaga. Yeah. Do you remember Gaga's yeah. in San Francisco? Yeah. Uh, so those were the two for me that were just on another level. And I think this one is in that vicinity. I'm not one to, to judge anthems one way or another better work. It was great. I thought this one was soulful and it's a soulful. good word out of you. Yeah. I think that is a perfect way to describe it's it. Powerful. I that's powerful. He did it. go under. It was under it was officially. Under. Yeah. Like so four he seconds. absolutely crushed it. Yeah. Could like could not have been spectacular. More. Halftime. I as soon as she gets up there, now I'll acknowledge that she's that's not my I'm very familiar of all the hits and I can appreciate the greatness of all of it. So um, I think sometimes you have to be separate between. Oh, you're talking halftime show. Halftime not the show. Halftime, not the I'll Fox get to, halftime. Oh, I'm going to get to them. I thought you were talking about halftime that. show. I enjoyed the first. halftime show. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I got crushed on Twitter. It was very clear that she was pregnant immediately. immediately I said that. And I, I told my wife, my, I said, do we know that she, did she either just have or, is she? And apparently that was the unveil. Yeah, that was the unveil that she is. That pregnant. she was. Yes. I was nervous the entire time she was on that thing, even though I saw that she was harnessed in. Yeah, but she was harnessed in to the thing. To the thing. So, so the if thing, like the thing went, she went. She went. Yeah, that I was. made me so nervous. No chance I could have done that. My palms sweat right now yeah, thinking about I it. I could have done that. At one point, it kind of was going like this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, can't do it. Won't have it. I thought she crushed it. I thought she was amazing. Look at that. All the luminaries. Um. She was great. Amazing. What do people have problems with it? I think people just suck. Yeah. I did find that. They want to have beef on everything. As I went through the mentions to see. There's I, a specific type. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can probably identify. Not everything can be Snoop and Dre. Here's your youth again for 30 minutes. Like not everything can. There's there's only one of those that are done. But I'll tell you for Miss K. Oh, I bet. It was. This was like, this was college. This was yep. her college anthems and all of that. Were you surprised that, <laughs> nice job out of you. Um, were you surprised from her college days? Yeah, it's true. I know, I know. I like it. I like it. The um, Were you surprised that a, no, a, no Jay-Z, no Drake, no, because isn't she there's always all those guys? Some, there's Usually always one of those guys somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But I was fine with it. I thought she was great. And I thought the visuals were unbelievable. To, I agreed with you. Like, there's no way I could have gone up on that thing. At one point, she was up high, dude. No. Like, she was way up high enough that if things went it bad, it made me nervous. And I love that all the people in the white suits is so bizarre. Like, who thought this is what these people needed to look like? Yeah, but it was it's great. Yeah. All right, let's do the fox. It's awful. It's 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 awful. It's awful. It's awful. It is. I'm sorry. Bradshaw, who I know people here aren't crazy about, for the longest time, I really thought he was pretty damn funny. Very entertaining. Lost it. It's The fastball is gone. Change-up's um, gone. He's be- yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> there's no knuckle or there's no, nothing. No. Um, they did something where – they, they they what was the deal they set up to him was it the cleats situation yes and then he's like and kind he just of bumbled ignored through it, it. He bumbled through it they clearly and he's like i don't even know why this is happening anyway yeah like okay it was crazy the the interview that he did on the stage post game was an abomination 
with Reed. Like just it wasn't cool. Stumble. No, it wasn't cool at all. It wasn't funny. It wasn't anything. It was just bad yes. all the way around. I found that that in the what they actually said offered nothing. There was nothing from a breakdown standpoint. There wasn't anything. It was like at one point one of them said, I can't remember if it was Jimmy or Michael said, well, you know, obviously, I, no, Jimmy goes, they'll go to Chad Henney and he's capable. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, not, 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 not capable. I feel like, like Howie's the only one that really takes it seriously. I think he is too. And I think he's the only one who does his homework. Yeah. Maybe? And he's kind of annoyed. I think at times I wouldn't say, I would say, I, I, I thought they got, there was nothing. It's to like get SNL that. now. It's it like an SNL skit, unfortunately. Yeah, there was no positives to get to it. What did you think of uh, of Olsen and Burkhart? I think Olsen is – I love listening to him. I love his insights. A lot of times, you know, when I watch these games, not every play, but certain plays that something jumps out to me, I'll often comment on it. Yeah. And we were saying a lot of the same things, which made me very happy. Yeah. His voice is just – it doesn't have a lot of gravity to it, I think, mm-hmm. is the way to say it. And I think that's unfortunate. And that's not anything that he can control. But I think the way that the insights he provides are as good as anybody in the NFL right now. I think he sounds too close to Burkhart audio. Yes, their voices are too similar. Their voices are too similar for me sometimes to differentiate. I think the fact that neither one of them has gravity is a problem because it'd be one thing if it was like Al Michaels doing it with. Olsen or Nance I think he'd, with Olsen, I think he'd be great. Then I think, I think he'd, be, he'd great. be great. It's just that you have two newcomers that are doing it. Um, I think they're really good too. The voice differentiator's tough. It was interesting. My wife was like, who are these two? Where are the normal guys? And I'm like, they're gone. ESPN hired the normal guys. This is what was left. Fox said, doesn't matter. We're not going to invest in those guys. They could have. They, they should have tried to buck. They should have poached Ian Eagle and Charles Davis and made them their number one team. I don't know that Charles has as much as we love him. I don't know if he has enough for that. Yeah, these guys are placeholders for Brady anyway, allegedly. And who, but I don't though, know Burkhart. Probably it Burkhart. Like Burkhart. And, probably Burkhart and Brady as it goes. But I don't know if Brady's gonna. Who knows if he'll even want to do it by the time it's all said and done. Yeah, he may bail on the whole operation. Yeah. But um, I then I started to think to myself, this is the first Super Bowl since when that Michaels, Nance, Buck, Buck. Summerall. Because that's it. Then you got to go back to like, who is that? I mean, you got to go back to like, who was calling the, the, was that Dick Enberg on Super Bowls in the, in the ni- early 90s when they were on NBC? All right. Here you go. All right. So we've got Burkhardt here, then Michaels, Nance, Buck, Nance, Michaels, 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 Buck. Greg Gumbel. Gumbel on CBS. Gumbel, Phil Sims for wow. uh, 2000 and February 1st, 2004. Nance was on the pregame desk? Yeah, they moved Nance into the NFL. He was Nance did NFL today when, he, when they first went back to CBS. Okay. So Gumbel and Sims. Sideline reports were Armin Katayan. Where did that happen to that guy? And Bonnie Bernstein. Yep. All right, then you've got Michael Summerall Gumbel. Michael Summerall, Dick Enberg is okay, 98. Enberg and 98. Summerall, Enberg, Michaels, Enberg, Enberg, Summerall, Michaels, Summerall, Enberg, Michaels, Summerall, Enberg, Frank Gifford. Wow. January 20th, 1985. So that would have been the Niners Super Bowl. That would have been the Niners Super Bowl over the 
over the so that was a Monday Night Football yep. production. It was ABC. It was, then... it was Gifford, Meredith, and Theismann. Yeah. Then Summerall, Enberg, Summerall, Enberg, Summerall. I don't remember Dick Enberg doing that much stuff, and that's like in he my did youth. Don't you remember? Oh my! Oh and my! All that. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Gowdy. Now you're with way back. John Brody yeah. and Merlin Olson in '79, and then it's it's Kurt Gowdy, and then Ray Scott with Summerall as the analyst. So for CBS, Ray Scott was the voice of the Packers, and Summerall was the analyst. Yeah. So that's the way that that worked. Is they? I bet they. He knew the Packers. So he does. He does. Ray Scott. How about this? The first ever Super Bowl. You have Ray Scott for the first half with Jack Whitaker for the second half. Okay. With Frank Gifford as the color commentator and Summerall as a sideline reporter on CBS. NBC had Gowdy and Paul Christman with Charlie Jones on the sideline. Then the next year, it's Ray Scott with Summerall on commentary, Gifford on the sideline. Then you get. The next time you get Jack Buck, Joe's dad, in 70 with Summerall as the color commentator again. So Summerall was color commentator for in 67, 68, 70, 72, 74, and then in 76 he moves over and becomes play-by-play. I didn't realize he was a color commentator before he was play-by-play. I know he's a punter, you know, in in the old days, but I I would not have known that either. So this is the first non-Nance Buck michaels since gumble in 04 yep and gumble in 04 was really well known i mean he was yeah he was every he was still doing every at that point so like the fact that kevin burkhardt like that's a pretty remarkable group that he just busted that into he joined yeah Him and, and gumble did two yeah total and that was it yeah yeah so he was the original play-by-play yeah. voice of the nfl on cbs when they got back into it, when they got bought back into the AFC after losing the NFC. They lost the NFC in the early 90s to Fox. Then when the, the AFC came up again from NBC, CBS stole it. How about this? Stole it back. 1984. Summerall and Madden do the Super Bowl. Oh, actually, this is maybe even better. In 80, so Summerall and Madden's first Super Bowl is 82. Yeah. So that would have been the Niners' first Super Bowl win. Pre-game show is Musburger with Jimmy the Greek, Bradshaw, and Staubach. Wow. Then in 84, it's Summerall Madden, Musburger with Pat O'Brien, Jimmy the Greek, Phyllis George, Phyllis, yep. Dick Vermeil, Charlize Canty, and Tom Brookshire. Yep. How about this one? 85. So Niners, this is the Niners. Niners. So that was this Gifford, is- Meredith Theismann. Pre-game show, Al Michaels and Jim Lampley are the hosts. Your, Lamps. Lampley was great. Great. Your analysts, Tom Landry and Orenthal James Simpson. Yeah. I was wondering if you'd get to an OJ at some point. Yeah. Mushburger and Jimmy the Greek were always together. That's amazing. Well, that was the show. It was those yeah. two guys, Jimmy the Greek and Phyllis George. Yeah. That was the operation. Yeah. With Mushburger. Yeah. That was Man. it. All right. We will do uh we'll do the commercials coming up n- next. What we love. What didn't we love? We'll get to all of that. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome back into Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio. Let's do the commercials. 
right. I find that to do this it, with great just to do great justice to this, I was at we were at Miss K's parents' house. By the way, shout out to her dad, uh, Chris. Made smoked um, spare ribs that I like were the sounds of that. amazing. Good okay, job. I'll give you a question. How many rib bones did I have? Uh, I'm going to say a dozen. I had 10, and they were I big. Knew be, made, I knew it would be yeah. high. It just depend on the size of the bone. What are yeah. we dealing and with? And I'd eaten, been eating apps for yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, all day, and then yeah. I was just like, I couldn't stop. Nobody else, by the way, just to put in perspective, nobody else nobody had more than, more than three. Than, I was going to say, yeah. Anybody else, the number was going to be less than a handful. Yeah, yeah. and so, I went 10. It, they were different. You're different level. They were delightful. Like It's a real treat incredible so good so shout out to him i would say though we were there there were six of us mm-hmm. it's really hard to lock in on the commercials because we're, we're not just like sitting around the tv staring at commercials yep. in silence we're all talking so sure. i didn't i don't have a great read on the commercials i can tell you there was one commercial that spoke to me and i bet it did captivated everybody there <laughs> yep. we all were locked in i at the time of my life was the caddyshack one perfect it was great it was perfect the fact that they had logan roy Logan Roy is playing Judge Smales. Unbelievable. Amazing. amazing. Just amazing. Uh, Serena Williams involved. The actual Danny Noonan involved. Actual Noonan. Actual uh, playing partner of Smales. Or a doppelganger. For Dr. Beeper? Yeah. Is he, if he's, that would be incredible if it was the actual Dr. Beeper. It's either that I don't or know a doppelganger. Like, okay. looked yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. But it was the actual Danny Noonan. Actual Noonan, 100%. Yeah. 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 So that was... That, that was one was incredible. the best. It was there, so now, fun. I thought that one was great. Um, I thought the um, the Duncan one with Affleck and J Lo at the end was great. Didn't with see- him, him serving coffee. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's end. like, "What are you doing? What here? are you doing? Like, uh, this is what you say when you go to you're work all day." You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Was great lines. Awesome. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. That was great. I thought that was very, very good. Um, I even thought the Clueless one was good. Lee Silverstone. Hasn't aged, which no, is she looked remarkable. Great. And they found the girl. They found the girl. That girl, incredible for her. Yes. Probably great. Back in her. the mix. Yeah. No idea where Stacey Dash was, but everybody no. else was involved. I was always a big Stacey Dash oh. guy growing up. Big fan. Well, why would you not? Um, then you had um, the Workday Rockstars one was fun with uh, – it had um, the guy from Kiss – and they were saying, you're rock stars. Actually, they would come in and say, actually, we're rock stars, like Ozzy Osbourne and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that one. I didn't one, see that one. That one was very, very good. The Breaking Bad one was amazing. Like, Jesse Pinkman just doing – and then Tuco at the end. With the chips? The one with, with the, the chips? chips. Yeah. yeah, that was good. And, like, they both went right back into character to do that. I thought that was – that one was sensational as well. Um, the other one that was – there were two that were – that pulled at a different – uh, emotion that was um, just incredible emotion was the there was a dog one a dog food one uh, where they oh my god I would have been I would have been balling yeah no it's I like didn't see it farmer's dog or something like that some dog food company okay. and it starts out with like the little puppy coming in and then it like it was the puppy through his life eating the dog food in the life of the kids. Oh, man. And, and then all oh, the way God. to his end. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like the gray hair. Nobody wants it. that. It was so emotional. And then the Disney one, because we just were there. Yeah. So that that was a little bit that emotional for us as well. I'm sure. I'm sure. I thought the uh, the Zoolander one was good, too. The great acting or great taste with Zoolander. I enjoyed yeah. that. I enjoyed that. By the way, the name is Alyssa Donovan. 
Or that's who it is? is is the name of the woman who they found that was amber and clueless to get back so good for her wow and the She's back uh, in the mix dr beeper deceased 2010 so then this guy looks just great like doppelganger him. when you run it back yeah looks, I'm gonna run it. logan roy just, is just great logan roy his smells is amazing and it looked like it was shot at the same course it, it had the look Because that course is still around still around yeah it's a country club in florida yeah yeah i'm always surprised when i watch caddyshack i wonder if if country clubs just were not kept in the same pristine manner that they are today, because that at times it looks like it's in pretty bad shape. And it's Bermuda's hard. It's it hard is. to make Bermuda golf yeah. courses look great. Yeah. Not the, the bent or, you know, the hybrid with the Sensamia <laughs> that Carl's been working on. It, yes. I also, which uh, there was one other one that I, yeah, Dunkin' Donuts with Affleck was good. There was another one that I kind of liked. Um, yeah, it was good. There was a lot of good ones. I would say, I didn't know who Jack Harlow was. My kids knew who that was. I didn't know who that I was. Couldn't, and I couldn't hear what Sylvester Stallone as the mountain was saying. That wasn't loud enough for me to I make that understand out, so I couldn't understand that. Get it. The, um, and my wife liked the Travolta one with the Travolta grease one. Okay. He, looks, he looked crazy, but the, but the, he could still belt it out. He looks insane. You know, well, who, At least he's finally embracing the realities at the top of his head. Fine. You know who he looks like now? The guy that used to host Inside the Actor Studio. <laughs> Lipton. Lipton. James Lipton? He looks a little bit like Lipton, dude. Good. He looks like Lipton. I think there'd be a funny skit to do on SNL where he's doing that and you get you get him doing Will Ferrell and maybe they both do competing Liptons. I'd, I'd be there for that. That feels like a win. Um, I'm also it, – it clicked last night to me again in that I think I've told you before, like every once in a while when I don't have something to watch at night and I like watching stuff right before I go to bed – um, I've been rewatching Mad Men, and the fact that John Hamm, who played Don Draper in the lead of that series, as an advertising next level dude, exec, yeah, and and from a creative standpoint, sure, like sure. the best in the business, the fact that John Hamm did that, yeah, and then actually became someone who is now primarily known for the acting he does in commercials, so. He does the voice for Mercedes-Benz. He does the progressive ads with Flo, yeah. who, by the way, was in Mad Men, and I did not realize that. I did not that. know that. She was actually in Mad Men in the first season, and then shows up in a Heilman's ad last night with Pete Davidson, of all people. That was wild, with Allison yeah. Brie, who was also in Mad Men. Yeah. So all of that, and I to think like that guy who played that role in what he's most made famous for is now kind of just doing – he did the bit part in the town – well, more than a bit part in the town. Great Curb. He had a nice tur a turn on Great Curb. Great in Curb playing himself. Yeah. He was really good as Cyclone and Maverick. Very good. He was. In those four or five scenes he and, was in. And he got thrown out of his fantasy football league this year. And that's happened before him, apparently, because he yeah. finishes last and they throw him out. Yeah. So I think I always think that that's interesting that he's basically become that. That is. I like that. That is interesting. John Hamm, fine guy. By the way, can I get you to watch The Last of Us? Can I do that, please? I don't think it's happening. Please. I don't think it's happening. I don't. I can't do the zombie thing. I just. It's not about finished. the zombies. Yeah. Take, take that out. It's not about the zombies. I'll try it's it. one yeah. season, so you get to sink yourself right into it. Yeah. You got Pedro Pascal, who's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I saw some images of the zombies. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, 
That's not the point of it. I know, I know it. There's like, some I good suspense it. with them. It's based yeah. on a video game, but like episode All of those three, are problematic. Episode three was one of the most beautiful episodes of TV I've ever seen. It gets I you saw right some in the part feels. of that with the Offerman. Yeah, I saw. I saw like 20 minutes of that. That that episode. What do you mean? How do you just watch 20 minutes of? It? What does that mean? Like well, I was flipping and I saw that it was on. And I'm like, I heard some people like this. Let me watch. You gotta watch. Some- and I watched. It was that for 20 minutes, and I'm like, well, this is very touching. It's What's beautiful. happening here? It was. It was great. But I, I thought, well, I don't, I don't know that I need to see more. That's that is, episode is like kind of its own episode. Episode, yeah, dude, I'm telling you, all right, I don't give recommendations. Like it's one season, you're gonna be very pleased. Well, I, it, you have the and the girl, the little girl, is yeah, the uh, answer Mormont, the call right? girl, yeah, yeah, little Mormont. Yeah. All right, we'll see. They answer the call. They answer the call. Where were you? Where were you? Nowhere. I think if you put this whole operation into perspective. From the afternoon, the halftime, the pregame, all of it, all of it. In in this country, there's just nothing close. No. I mean, the fact that we're talking about commercials, the fact that you really can't, you know, they do the thing on the rewatchables, like when's yep. there a good time to go to the bathroom? Yep. There really isn't. There's not a great time. The yep. only, you could kind of go like after the kickoff, you got 30 seconds, but other than, but then you're going to miss an ad. And if, if they're good, and I thought they were largely good this year. I didn't think there was any that were, you know, I know some people want to be negative about everything. I thought they were good. I think the most powerful thing is nostalgia. Totally. That's and so they, it was. That's what it, they gave you. It was nostalgia all day long, yeah. man. Yep. You had a question? How about a 430 kick? Okay. Don't be greedy. Let's realize that every other sport. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Every other sport in this country yeah. pushes back. 8.37 on college football championship it's outrageous. kicks. It's dumb. NBA Finals games, 8.27. Major League Baseball games, 8.08 in the World Series. Where they play At that college least, football, I will say, on a Monday night, which is ridiculous anyway. You'd be – when they were handing the Sunday. Lombardi and you would be – at what you would be doing half is time. you'd be at halftime. Yeah. That's where you'd be. So, so you're saying it's, it's good. I'm saying that it's good. That yes, I would love a 4:30 more, or even a 5:30. Fine, but I'm sure they want the prime window, and then what they really want is they want that last hour before 11 o'clock to premiere. In this case, Gordon Ramsay. That's really what they're trying to get to, Mr. Zagura. Who the hell watches whatever that show know. is after the Super Bowl? I have no idea. Or was like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch their new I'm show stick now. Around and watch. No, this. I'm spent. I've, I've done. eaten. I've drank. Okay. I've watched. I am... I'm at consumption overload. You and I grew up in time zones where it was 4.30. Yeah. 3.30 for you. Sure. It's 4.30 for me. It's an unbelievable experience, folks. If you've, never, if you've never experienced sports in a normal time zone, I, I feel I, – I pity. When you wake, it's I a pity different the fools. experience, man. When you wake up on a Sunday and games are 10 a.m. – you wake up, it's like football, let's go, 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and, and now you have your afternoon. The then you get a 5 o'clocker, and then you're you, – You got an evening. You have an evening. Yeah. No, the fact that my kids are basically able on a school night to watch this whole game, the two oldest. Like, I'm so They can't pumped. do that in the other sports. No. I'm so pumped that WrestleMania is in, uh, in L.A. this year because one of the great enjoyments of, of WrestleMania is the party afterwards. Mm-hmm. Well, when it's an East Coast show, the show goes till midnight. Then you get back to the hotel. By that time, it's like the party doesn't start till 2. It's hard to, to party at 2. To start at two, as I'm a man, I'm 40. Yeah, on same. the West Coast, now we're starting at 10. You got a, you got a chance. I got a chance. Yep, we can have some fun. Yeah, some merriment. I agree.
So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Uh, Jeff saying, I have to watch The Last of Us. It's insanely good. Yes. Uh, Darren on social, massively uh, reassuring when I see incredibly wealthy guy balding. Uh, confirms for him, as a bald guy, there's definitely no solution. This Look at Larry David. Larry David's LD. been showing you that for years. Worth a billion. LeBron tried a thousand things. He's fought it. He's really, he's protested. Yeah, he's really fought it. It's There's only so much you can do, kids. Um, it's a hell of an NFL season. It could a great end, great season. And now the Browns are on a level playing field with everybody else. Let's go. <laughs> Going to be a long off season, yeah, brother. Long off season. I know. Long off season. Where's Gibby? When's he coming back? Uh, who knows? He's in Florida, just having time of his life. Is he, he goes down there every week now? Basically. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a good. Incredible. That's that the, the head honcho. I think tomorrow we'll do 40 minutes of Disney reviews. Yeah, we didn't even get touched on that. We didn't even get touched on that. Perfect. Yeah, we'll do all of that. You have that to look we, And we got to go nice. through. We got more stuff for the game. We didn't do game balls or the goats. Oh, or yeah. all. We have so all much stuff. So yeah. much to get to. So much more to come. So much more to come. Uh, although not today. Not today. The next level's coming up next. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.